Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Infused Productions. They are a lifestyle brand out of Western Mass that specialize in cannabis events that create moments that last a lifetime. You can find them on Facebook, IG, or on the web at Infused Productions. Make sure to spell Infused with a Z. And make sure to catch one of their events in Western Mass that they throw monthly. The next one up is the Homie Collective Campout, August 24th through 27th at Franklin County Fairgrounds in Greenfield, Mass. Hopefully see y'all there. Now let's get back into it. Hey guys, thanks for checking out the Bucked Up Podcast. If you don't mind hitting the like and subscribe button, we have two new episodes coming out every week. Now let's get into it. You said Ja Rule's studio is called the Crack House? That's what the studio he used to have. That's hilarious. That's a um, yo. Pull up to the pull up to the crack house. Yeah. It's called the fucking gas chamber, bro. The gas chamber. The fucking gas chamber. That's that's a little wild. What the fuck are you doing? That shit's wild. Ain't no Jewish people gonna wanna come record this. Why would you fucking say that? Why would you name it that? That's what she can get ready back then. Alright, let me know when you're ready and we can start whenever. Uh. I ain't wanted to look all... Nah, I know. The shit, it, I need to get, like, mic mics. I just got this shit, which is nice, but they're hella big. You got some lights? Nah, this is fine. Honestly, nice the light. lighting's fine. Alright. That should be good. Yeah. It's so funny. It's like a, a double-edged sword shit because I just got these microphones. But really? before, no one wanted to hold the mic. Like an hour into the podcast, people's hands got like tired. Oh, so I was okay. like, all right, I'm going to get these. But then I didn't think about chains. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't short, think I could rock it. A lot of rappers wear short chains, man. I don't think I could rock a chain. With the, with the live mic on the chain? I don't think I could rock it at all. <laughs> you don't see comedians rocking chains, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. You have to kind of be like, you kind of, you can't be like a, rappers can be happy about life. Comedians can't really be happy. Like, you kind of have to be a little bit angry to be a but comedian. But that shit crazy, because y'all the ones that make everybody happy. Yeah, saying but. saying the funny shit. All right, but don't, how do you, about the people who are the most, like, loud. Like, the loudest rappers who are like, I'm the toughest all the time, are usually not. Yeah. It's the ones that are quieter with their shit that are usually more. Yeah, you and that's right. like the people who are the darkest are going to make the people laugh the most. You know? You're like, right. You're right. They do say a lot of uh, like silly, funny people. They got dark sides in them and shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, do you, you like, you were repping your town. Like you were, you know, telling people it's the third Allentown, mm-hmm. third biggest in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Doesn't that give you like a. You weren't from like a big city that supported you like like a New York or an Atlanta. Yeah. So it gave you more of a drive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's more work to be done too. Like when I go to New York, I get way more love. When I go perform at places, I show up to to events with people and shit like that. Partly because of some of the people that I work with, but it, it, the people from where I live at know that too, but they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They the last ones that want to support what you're doing. But it's kind of like when you use the thing that's like your worst enemy, not that like being from Allentown to work, but if you use that thing, it can push you so oh, yeah, much yeah, farther, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, but they starting to come around now. Like all our shows, more and more 
from you from the look at the last five shows I did in Pennsylvania is more and more and more people coming every time. Why don't you think people love you in your hometown until you, you until you like get some sort of recognition outside of that shit? I feel like people when they see you. All right, so for example, if you we always hear the story like when you know somebody that's from the same hood as a rapper, they're like, man, that, I be seeing that nigga all the time. You be at the store and all that. Like they, you know, they get too familiar with you when it's like you always accessible. But when you're not, you know, they, they, they start to respect you a little bit more when they know they can't just bump into you at the store. Like people, they appreciate your presence a little more when you're not around as much. When you're always around, they know you're gonna, they going to pop up at this festival. They know you're going to be there, there, there. You know, people, they don't, they don't value your presence as much as somebody that's like, like you see when you see artists like like Kendrick and Jay Z, see how they mysterious with their shit, and it's like it makes people want to see them even more, as opposed to like other rappers where you always seen this motherfucker everywhere you go, every award show, every popping up surprise special guest, and all, you know what I mean. It's kind of take away from the um, from the illusion of like being, you know, your time is valuable. Mm, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, you think that's what it is—the time is valuable thing. Yeah, like when, like oh, they're at the same place I am. They can't yeah, be that important. Like he ain't, he ain't nothing. He ain't nothing special. That's how people be thinking. Like he ain't nothing special. I'll be seeing him at the um such and such store or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like with a girl, you know. Like if you give them all your time, the thing they probably want, exactly. they're gonna be like, nah, he's too easy. Exactly. He's he's, he's always available. Same thing. I tell like, I tell dudes with the women like, and I don't want you know I don't. I don't want them to watch it and, be, and see the, uh, you know, the, the theory behind. But if you if you with a chick all day, every day, she don't appreciate you like that. Mm -hmm. But if you only give her the time when you absolutely able to, to be with her, or whatever, she gonna appreciate your time a little bit more. Yeah. When you a busy motherfucker and you you out running around, busting move, whatever you doing, when she got that time with you, she gonna appreciate it. But if she always know your ass in the house playing the game. Whatever you're doing, she don't, she ain't respecting your time. Yeah. When you do want to go out, they like, oh, what you want to go out now? All of a sudden, you were just in the game. You was playing the game all week. Why so do you think work's not like that? Work? Like, if you give all your time to work, it is gonna pay off. But that's not what it is with people. Uh. You said when you when you give all your time to work. Yeah, like you know it's gonna work out. But if you all give all your time to a person, not just in a relationship, but like a like, you got to give people space, but you can't give work space. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's the thing. I always tell everybody, when they come to work, you only going to get out what you put into it. If you treat whatever it is, if you're a comedian, if you're an actor, if you're a rapper, studio engineer, producer... If you only put in part-time work, you're going to get part-time results. We were talking about that yeah. before, yeah. And that, that's that's one of the most truest things I, I tell people, and I hope when people hear it, it stick. Because all the rappers I know that treat it like a part-time gig, and they rap whenever they feel like it, you know what I mean? The streets come first, they women come first, um, whatever it is. They don't, be, they don't be going too far. But all the people I know that put it all on the line, and and they they show everywhere they gotta be at. You know, when it's time to check in, they checking in for work. 
You know what I mean? And then they like, yo, my, I always live by the Kobe mentality. First one in, last one out. So mm -hmm. we doing some studio session for the week. I want to be the first one in. I want to set up, have my shit already ready to go, and I'm the last one out. I mean, you came in here and recorded a verse in 10 minutes. And you see, he telling you, I ain't, I ain't, I don't Literally, he pulled up in this shit, recorded a verse in 10 minutes. I don't minutes. need to punch in. I don't Killed need to that do shit. That, that shit. was crazy. That's how, that's how, I like, I, it go with the other thing, time is money, you know? Yeah. You come here, I don't want to, um, I don't want to waste no time. Like, I want every minute that I'm around doing something, I want every minute to count. Yeah. Like, every minute got to count. I think that's the thing that separates part-time from full-time. Yeah. When it's full-time, you got to be trying to make full-time money. Yeah. And people are just but doing you, it as a hobby. No matter yeah. what it is. There's hobbyists and there's professionals. You're right. But some people be doing the hobbyist thing, but they want to get full-time payments. Mm -hmm. They want to be getting 5000 a show, 10000 a show, twenty, and all the way up by only putting in the work to be, you know, be an artist that get paid, that pay for a slot at a show. You think you get born with that, like people who work hard and hustle? You think you're born with that, or do you think that's something that people can learn over time? I, I think whenever it comes to hustle, it's like it got to be in you. Whether it's hustling with music, hustling crack, hustling if you're a nurse and you're working 80 hours a week, you know what I mean? Like, it's all hustle when you're doing what you got to do to get this money up and provide for your family and all that. I feel like it got to be in you. Cause some people, some people lazy, you know what I mean? Or they not doing what they really are interested in. Cause I feel like you're gonna give your time to something that that interests you. Yeah. Some people gotta clock in and you know go work at the warehouse or whatever, and it ain't doing it for them. They'd rather probably design video games or something like that. But you, you know what I mean? What type of kid were you? I was a, uh, I was a quiet kid. Played the video game all day. And I was always, I was a technical kid. Okay. Every time something broke in my family, uh, my real name, Kenji. That's a Japanese name, too. Kenji fixed the, uh, the DVD player, fixed the, um, the TV, fixed all, because I, I knew how to do everything when it came to computers, electronics, and all that. That's probably what made me turn into a producer. But I was, I was one of them type of kids, like the, uh, I always call it a, uh, I was a cool nerd. Were I hung out with the cool kids, but I was still in the class with the mm. with the nerd kid, with the smart kids, you know what I mean? Were you like lazy in school? Yeah, I, I was lazy once I got to high school. Okay. And I think, I don't even know if it was lazy. I wasn't doing my schoolwork. But I started hustling and started making money. And I'm like, damn, you can't make no money in school. The reason I ask <laughs> is we're talking about like the hustle shit. It's like, I feel like I was a lazy kid. But it was because I wasn't doing anything. I didn't care. Like I'm not lazy if That's I care about it. That's what it is. It. You gotta like, be. It gotta be something you're interested in. Literally. Yeah. Did you have a moment when you were like, "Oh shit, that's when I when I found like that's when I started my path. That's when I took myself seriously." Like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like an awakening moment, you know. Yeah. I think um, my first time going. I was in high school when I started doing music. So like my first time sitting in the studio. And I'm like, damn, I could, I could, I could kind of do this. I, you know what I mean? Like, before that, it was always like, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a shit. I, I ain't tall enough to be a basketball <laughs> player. 
I ain't big enough to be a football player. You know, but when every when you a kid, you think you could do all that shit. I won't be a WWE wrestler. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm slamming the shit out my brother, putting him up in the pool. Give him the people's elbow. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I could do all this type of shit. I'm dunking on kids and shit on a little eight foot hoop. But none of that shit was nothing that I could really, you know, wind up doing. But music was something that I was like, damn, I think I could really do this though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It I take me out the street at a young age. Yeah, I mean, I still went to jail and shit, but I mean, it kept yeah. me like from being too much <laughs> in the street. I was. <laughs> That's hilarious. I still wanted to. I mean, it's not hilarious, but you know what? Yeah, you know what I mean. It kept me. It kept me too much out the street. No, I feel you. I feel like the universe gives people like certain chances in life. Like, like it comes in cycles. You know. Yeah. And you can either like grab on, or you have to wait for that next one to come. Right. I sometimes you only get one or two tries at it. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes people, you know, y'all let that. And I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna I mean y'all, but us as people, sometimes we let that, 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 uh, that opportunity from the universe pass us. Yeah. It could be something as far as like, I'm spending too much time with my girl, instead of, let me get my ass up and go to um the next state and go do this show and do that and or, or just go like, I don't want to go out tonight. Yeah, you I don't want to go out I mean, tonight. I don't want to drive like. Yeah. I'm tired. I don't feel like getting up. It's raining outside. I don't. You know what I mean? You know who A.A. Rashid is? He does all like the intros to the West Side Gun albums. Oh, okay, He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a dude talking and yeah. shit. He was saying this shit where he was, he was talking to me and I was like, damn, man, I'm tired. He's like, you think like a president can turn down like a flight to go speak in Asia or some shit, you know? That shit he's true. tired. He's like, he's the, it's the same day, you know, the same 24-hour shit, but it's like. That shit true. Like, you think Kobe Bryant? Was able to be tired. <laughs> he was always the first one in the studio, the last—I mean, not studio—the first one in the gym and the last yeah. one out the gym. I Every feel time. I feel that shit right now. Like, I ain't even gonna go into it on the podcast shit, but like, I'm dealing with like hella personal shit, like real personal mm. shit. Yeah. But like, shit's coming up, like coming here, mm-hmm. or I have to go. I had to drive to New York yesterday, and it's oh, like yeah. I could let the personal shit in my life be like. Yeah. I ain't, I'm going to turn that down. Or I can be like, nah, I'm a man. I yeah. can power through that, and I'm going to exactly. do what I can and make it work. And that's 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 real shit, because, you know, we all, everybody got some personal stuff. I, yours might be heavier than mine. Mine might be heavier. You know what I mean? We don't know, because yeah. nobody know what another person going through um, in any particular time. But it's 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 about how you how you push through that shit. You deal with, like, people, anxiety? They let, it, they let it overcome them. Yeah, I deal with a lot of anxiety. Like, more than I talk about, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. from every scale of it to, you know, sometimes that's why I don't be smoking sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, you weren't, you haven't smoked today. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it's crazy. I like, should have offered you that. I got to really be, like, yeah. in, a, in a good mood to smoke sometimes. Like, you know, it's crazy. I, I went to jail before, and I did, uh, I had the parole. So, like, four years went by, and I couldn't smoke during the whole time. I used to smoke an ounce every day. That was my limit. I smoke an ounce a day, ounce a day, ounce a day. That's wild, bro. I, after that, I came back. Now niggas got design and all this crazy shit now. And I'll be smoking some time. This shit be having me fucking paranoid. I'll be sitting there, what he thinking about over there? Or what he thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, ain't no way in hell I'm paying to feel like this. That's, that's what we that be doing. That is some shit. Time. I got to smoke get, certain he, strains. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's like the dad. Like McLeod. 
That was you. What's the, the you got the McLeod? Let's get the shameless plug. McLeod, out of the yeah. way. McLeod. Ted, he's supposed to be on his way over here with the pack, so I can show y'all. But yeah. And thank and you to Monteville for like letting us record at this yeah, dope shout ass out to studio. We in here, Rhode Island. What's up? What's your Instagram? All right, Monteville underscore IX. Follow him. Dope mm-hmm. ass studio in Providence, Rhode Island. Hell yeah. Sound good. That's funny because I feel like, to back to the shit, mm-hmm. people are like, weed helps anxiety. But I don't think it does. Nah. Like, I think weed I've been here in accelerates school. everything that you're feeling. So if you're anxious, weed will accelerate it. If you're but it, it depends chill, what strains you're smoking too. Like, that's the other thing people be forgetting. Like, certain strains give you different feelings. You know what I mean? Certain mm-hmm. ones help with creativity. Certain ones make you, you know, so you can sleep a little bit better, relax your body, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that that, that play a big part with it, too. It's like a full-on science now. Like, I went to yeah. one of those factories. Yeah, I feel like, like before, it used to just be this, this one. This yeah, you got, your dude got, like, three kinds. <laughs> you buy one of the three kinds, that's good. Piff was the best shit ever <laughs> for the longest. I used to go get my shit from, from Washington Heights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Piff was the that was and sour diesel was the best shit. You ever I, been to Asia? Nah, but I will be there very soon. Shout out my guy P.I. in Thailand. Oh yeah, you were saying record. the yeah. Thailand shit. Yeah, we I was saying the European weed was trash that I had. I wonder how Asian weed is. I never heard nobody brag about Asian weed before though. Well, and I'm half Japanese, so I can say this like I ain't heard <laughs> Wait, nobody. How is that bad? <laughs> <laughs> Some people might get offended by that, but I never heard nobody. Um, actually, Ty, shout out my guy Golf. You know, I, I was that chocolate tie was the shit back in the day. Too. Yeah, there's definitely when Thai I was in high school, and shit. That shit. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna shit. try. You're, you're gonna have to let me know how that shit is out there. Yeah. Thai food's like my favorite food in the whole world. So if you ever come to PA, my boy got the best restaurant. Thai food? Yeah. What's it called? It's called Thai Thai 2. Fire. Everything you have there. LA tell you, right? Everything is fire. Bro, it's crazy. So the Thai place I like to go to is called Krau Thai 2. What's up with the sequels? <laughs> Yo, it's like the Godfather. It's like the Godfather. The sequels are better than the original. So what I think bro. a lot of the a lot of the Thai people be owning multiple restaurants. Yeah, but the second <laughs> ones are always better. Yeah, the second one sometimes it is. But I could tell you, he got about four of them, I think, and all them joints is fire. Everything made exactly. Is it he like one, make... two, three, four? Nah, he stopped at two. All right, yeah. <laughs> it's like The Godfather. That third one will suck. You can't. Yeah, yeah. He stopped that too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> He's he smart did. with that yeah. shit. He's smart with that shit. He did stop that too. Whoa. Well, all right. All right. Do you? All right. This is a. Do you invest? Do you have any like investments in businesses and shit? I'm always like, what would I invest in? Like, what businesses would I invest in? I feel like food is not a great investment. It could unless be. you love it. It gotta be a fire product. Yeah, it gotta be what. I always tell people invest in what you like, what you into. You know what I mean? If you into stocks and shit like that, invest. If you're not into it, and you don't know what you're doing, and you don't, you're the type of person you don't like losing money. Don't don't be doing that shit just because you see somebody on TikTok telling you invest in this stock and shit. They're gonna have your ass broke. Are you a stock guy? Sometimes, like I got I got people around me that's into stocks more than me, so they give me little tips. My boy Golf would be like, yo. You should invest in this, do the option on this, do you know what I mean? I'll do certain things. But um I did cryptocurrency for a minute. 
Oh, did you? I invested in Bitcoin, shit. So I lost a little bit of money here and there, but the Bitcoin was the the best one because I got into that when it shit was... I didn't get into it when it was like a dollar or two, but I got into it when it had hit like... um. I think that shit hit like $10 or... or For one Bitcoin? What was it? No, 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 my bad. It was like a thousand. Okay, I was about no, to say. I'm, I'm up here lying. It was like a thousand. Bro. This was uh like five years ago when it had hit a thousand. Mm. It was big. And then it went up to like a couple thousand. You know what I mean? Then it went... That shit went... What that shit went up to like 30,000? Bro, when I was... 60? When yeah, I was, was high. in high school, I got a full ride to this fancy ass high school. Like full ride. It was mm. $80,000 a year. I, I used to be smart. I smoked that shit all away. You know, like I'm not... <laughs> I. The fucking creator of Blackberry's son went there. Oh, damn. And so I graduated high school in 2015. So in 2013, that's 10 years ago, 2013, this kid was like, yo, there's this thing, uh, there's this thing, and he was telling me about Bitcoin. He's like, you mine it, and you get Bitcoin. He's like, do it, bro, I'm telling you. This is 10 years ago. I was like, I'm in high school. I'm like, this dude's a fucking idiot. I'm I'm in high school. I'm just doing high school shit. I'm so, like, I think about that to this day. That's what happened to me. That shit would have been so cheap, bro. That was 10 years ago. Yeah, I wish I would have. And I used to, um, I always owned a computer business, and I always had access to all these damn computers. Oh, because you were the tech kid growing up. So I was like, why the hell I ain't never take, like, 20 computers Put them bitches in a room with some AC and just start mining. I'm mad at my. I'm still mad at myself for that. Yeah, that shit's so. Cause you really care about rapping as (laughs) it. What I realize now though is like you got to be able to make money and have your art. Like you're not gonna make money just from your art. No. Like that, no one makes money just from their art. It depends what you what your art is. For example, rappers can't just rap no more, and that's it. You gotta be touring. You got to look at the merch you got on. You got that. That merch is what's really killing it. Shout out Kip DeFog painted this for West Side. Yeah, that joint fire. Um, you know, put your name on certain things. When you when you when your name is is a certain um, you know, a certain level, you could put your you could be like George Foreman, put your name on a fucking grill, and sell them bitches and make money. Rappers, I feel like a lot of rappers don't take advantage of they of what their name is. And be like, yo, let me let me put my name on um on these ashtrays. Let me sell these joints or or these grinders or or these lighters or you know what I mean. Anything that's a product, put your name on that bitch and make some money off it, even if it's two dollars a piece. That's not like fifty cent investing in like vitamin water and yeah. shit. Fifty like... cent is I always look up to him as a businessman because he made a lot of good decisions. Him, people like him, Rick Ross, invested in Wingstop and all that. And you see yeah. their longevity now. You see, like, yeah. Rick Ross on his fucking mansion. Yeah. You know, like... Shout out to Rosé. Shout out to Bumboo. That's one of my sponsors. You know what I mean? Bella. Oh, is it? I'm part of the, the whole family over there. Yeah. I I don't... I don't even... Word, I feel like it's a shameless <laughs> plug, but I do love that shit. Yeah, it's good. Like, I... That's the only rum I drink is Bumboo. Yeah. Lil Wayne used to fucking... Yeah, yeah. He's still... He's still, he's still rocking with it. Yeah. See, like, any, it's funny, like, my mom, anything Lil Wayne, my mom would buy. So she bought Bamboo for the first time. My mom would buy us front row tickets to every Lil Wayne show in the area. Damn. She's like, she's like a stan of him. That's why when people be, when I be telling people, like, like, he one of the greatest of all time, 
they be thinking I'm tripping, but I'm like, yo, his his influence on the culture is wild. Like all the the rappers that came out in the last ten years with the colorful dreads and the tattoos on their face and all that, they all that's all Wayne right there when you see yeah. that. Rapping with auto tune, tattoos all over your body, the dread it's the whole blueprint of what Wayne did. I feel like I can go deeper into that and you can see direct correlations of artists. Like Rick Ross, you can see the dudes who have the slow, deep voice style, like yeah. that stepping stuff. It's yeah. really big, like the money bag yo yeah, and yeah. shit like that. And then Two Chains, who I think is one of the most influential and not where you can be like serious but also like make people like laugh a little bit with your bars. Yeah. Like he seems like he doesn't care, but you know what he does. Right? Yeah, two chains. Yeah. I'll i fuck with two chains. But I came up with that shit, you know? Yeah, he says off the, as a comedian, yeah. I love that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I'm, mentioned I'm Kanye it. like four times today. You love that dude. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. That's who I grew up listening to with my dad a lot. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh your dad's a smart guy. My like, first yeah. memory ever is my dad playing Touch the Sky for me. Oh, what? Yeah. Yo, yay to me, he... His impact on the culture is even... To, people might disagree with me, but to me, even bigger than Wayne. Like, all the rappers that you see that came out, and they could be, like, honest on the record, and they don't have to, like, sit up here and act like they fucking the next man, wife, and all that, and jewelry, and, and, whip, and whips, and all that. Kanye made that type of shit cool. Like, people was doing it before him, but he made it to where, like, this is some platinum type of uh, genre, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. when he came out, wasn't nobody wearing no pink polos, wasn't nobody talking about working at a job, at the grave shift and all that. Shout out my boy GLC, he on that record. You know what I mean? Like, he made all of that, like, when Kendrick and J. Cole and all the other rappers came out after him, and Logic and all I believe that, and you they'll all tell you they influence, one of their influences, Kanye. Yeah. And then what he did with the with the fashion, like, he, <laughs> you can't, ain't too many people that could talk what he did. People would say, Ho, just because, Ho was just an artist, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he, nobody was really bigger than him. Some people say Drake, some people say Ho. But Kanye, all around, like, ain't nobody, to me, Nobody did more than what he did for the for He the normalized just being a person yeah. rapping. He got people into music. art. He got people into fashion. A lot of rappers wasn't doing that. Mm -hmm. Ain't too many rappers did it after him, but before him. You know what I mean? Like made it popular and, and a big thing. Hey, you, you've worked with him? I produced a record that Kanye rapped on. Um, all right, so it's a, it's a funny story. Um, I mean, it ain't really funny, but it's a story. <laughs> it's a podcast. Me, Stories but, are perfect yeah, for it. Yeah. No, I understand what you mean. So, I'm in the studio with French Montana. We got, uh, what's that studio was called? Daddy, uh, Daddy's house or something like that? Not the crack house. Nah, not Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, Daddy's house. So we, I'm in there trying to. That Daddy's house is worse than the crack house. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather right go to the crack house than Daddy's house. I don't want to go to Daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> the studio was official. So I was, I was in there. It's crazy. Wyclef was in the other room. Um, I think Jewels was in the other joint. We sitting there, uh, French working on Mac and Cheese Three, sitting on Damn. the couch with Big Mike, and we sitting there. Yo, we, I sat there from twelve till five in the morning. He did five records in five hours. 
So that's where I got that that from. Like I'm I'm trying to knock these records out quick, but um, I'm sitting there like trying to play my beats. I'm sitting like, damn. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, it's fine. He, I know he about to be out of here soon. So Ted, like, yo, let's let's just get out of here. So I'm like, alright, fuck it. I wasn't really ready to leave, but I was sitting there for five hours. But I was like. If they say let's leave, you know what I mean? But anyway, we get up, French in the booth. He like, oh, hold on, hold on, Red. So he flagged me down. I dragged every beat I had on the computer on his laptop. It was like 100 beats. I'm like, take all these shits. Something gonna come out of it. So um, fast forward, you know, he fucking with uh, Chloe. Kanye was married to Kim. They linked together, whatever, played the beat. Kanye jumped on it. I put, what I went wrong at was I found out, I didn't know. I found out online, I'm watching a snippet. You know, Kanye used to do these release parties where you can't bring a camera in, you know what I mean? But people were still sneaking. So it was a you know, video, he played a beat. I hear my tag, I'm like, oh, that is? At first I'm like, damn, somebody make something that sound like mine? I hear my tag, I'm like, oh, that's my shit. Um, it was one of the beats that I gave French. So um, I went online and shit. Like, yeah, Kanye rapping on my shit. I fucked up by talking about it. And then the, the record winded up getting scrapped. It was on Reddit. It was on his Kanye to the forum. This shit was all over the internet and stuff. Like, all the websites that be having all the leaks and the snippets and all that. And then um, I hit French. He told me they still doing something with the record. But it didn't, it didn't hit the... It didn't hit it... Uh, it didn't make it on no, no project. You know so it I mean? never got released? Nah. That's crazy. And I'm like, this is the biggest shit that ever happened. Bro, I gotta, yeah. yo. Oh, yeah. Yo, I'm sorry, but I, bro. At the end of the day, I'd be like, damn, yo, just knowing that Kanye thought some shit that I did was fire enough to, to jump on it and rap on it. How do you feel about like, to that? To me, that's, I feel, it's, 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 uh, it's like bittersweet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mad because the shit ain't never come out. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, this yay. Have you ever like heard this? it? Yeah. You've heard the real track. The final, like, the whole final, track? Yeah. Nah, nah, I didn't. You've only heard the snippet. Yeah. Because French told me that they still doing something with it. He told me something on the record. And you know they're going to be, but it didn't happen yet. So, I don't know. It's possible because be, he be revisiting records from mad long ago and come back and yeah. do something with it. You never know. But as of right now, that, that joint, ain't, it ain't come out. But it's out there. It's on YouTube. It's, if you type it up, it'll pop up. You have a good mentality about that shit. But I feel yeah. like... Cause I always, do you believe that shit happens when it's meant to? Or do you believe yeah. that was a fuck up? I'm a firm believer of that. But I also feel like sometimes, you know, what the hell are you doing? But I, <laughs> I always feel like shit happens when it's supposed to happen. And the way how it's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my path has been a longer road than other people. Like, I see people, there's rappers I, I've actually done shows with or, you know, cross paths with. I watched the motherfuckers blow up in, like, three months. But then sometimes it don't last that long. You but said, all, like, microwave food. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to microwave, you heat that bitch up a minute, that shit cool off fast. You throw that bitch in the oven, let the, uh, let the uh, you know, let that bitch preheat, put that joint, that, that baked ziti in aluminum for you. <laughs> You take that shit out, that should be hot for like for a long while after that. 
That's how that's how my career been. You know what I mean? We we warmed up. Now we hot right now. We gonna keep it keep it pushing. That's why I respect artists like like Westside, Conway, Benny. Because they 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 took the longer route, but it's more rewarding in the end. They stuck to themselves. They they did they sound that you know works for them. They didn't try to copy off other people's sound. Like they stayed true to themselves, and that's kind of like what I've been doing. And then look, it wound up. I wound up working with Benny and them. So yeah, we met at the Benny show. Yeah, at Webster Hall. Yeah, shout out to Benny, giving me that fire record. Him, uh, Fuego Bass, and Ot Yo, the Real, the warehouse. That shit's crazy. <laughs> Ot the Real's from my hometown, Fitchburg, Mass. Like we. Oh, grew so up he in the he same... not originally from Philly. I thought he. No, nah, he. So he said this on the podcast. I think I don't know. He had to leave Mass. I, I won't give any more detail. Oh, okay, okay. You know okay. what I mean? I yeah. won't be talking on all oh, the yeah, people's yeah, yeah. stories. Yeah, but yeah. he had to leave Mass at an early age and went to Philly. But he grew up until he was like 15, 16 in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Where I grew up. OT, and so, oh my God. OT killed that verse. Yo, Everyone got, killed that verse. And we got more records on the way that we did that ain't nobody heard. How'd you link OT up with? And, and bass, them two together is fire. Bro, yeah. We bass got records is crazy. On the way. Bass yeah. is so good. Bass is like, I don't even want to compare them in this same way because they're not anything, but in the way I said 2 chains, where Bass will just say some outlandish, crazy shit oh, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. make you laugh, but he's hard as hell, yeah. you know? He says some shit like you just want to keep hearing him rap. You For know what real. I, mean? like, I want to see what crazy shit he about to say in the next bar. How'd you link up with uh, Griselda for the first, Benny for the first time? Um, That, that happened from uh, Ted City, my manager. And uh, my guy Steve, I think they they linked up and Tony, Tony Danell, shout out Tony. Shout out Tony Danell. They uh, you know they met first and then Ted told him about me. I was I was going to mad shows that Benny was doing, just showing up. And that's one of the other things I'll be telling people like, you got to keep showing up to shit whenever the time calls for. Bro, it. show up. That's the only yeah. reason I got shit. I went. Oh, was you gonna say? No, I was just saying I showed up. I followed Conway outside of a show, which you shouldn't do. At like 17 years old, <laughs> like it was like 2016, and he was just like, "This dude's, there's, he's not like, he's not gonna fuck with me." So yeah. he just talked with me, mm. and that was fucking 20. That was seven years ago. I'm about to perform on Drum Work Fest next week. Oh, okay. I'm on a Conway album, like. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that too. You just yeah. show up places, yeah. like you got to. That's what happened with me. Like I just kept showing up there, all the shows. Sometimes he didn't even know I was there. Because I didn't even get, like, I seen him, but, you know, mad people would be backstage mm -hmm. and trying to talk and take pictures. But I was showing up. But he might not know I was there with somebody else. You know what I mean? It start, you start meeting certain people and stuff. So um, after him seeing me, he kept telling him I got beats. Ted sent him a couple beats. I remember he said, uh, Benny hit him at like 3 in the morning. Like, who the fuck made these beats? He's <laughs> like, my cousin's right, made them jokes. So, um... I went to an event that he had in New York, and he was like, yo, come pull up to Buffalo. He had like this this camp going on with a bunch of artists and producers, and I went out there, and we did like eight records. Damn, I was was the warehouse January. one of them? Yep. And you know what's crazy? I made that beat like the day before I left to go to Buffalo. Really? Yeah. Damn. I was like, let me make some shit I think they're going to like. So that was one of the joints I did like the day before I left. You have more shit that you made with him? Yeah. Yeah, we got we got some shit on the way. How about you rapping? 
The crazy thing is Benny told me to rap on something the last time I was out there. He like, yo, bro, you an art. But it was a lot of, it was a lot of artists there. You know what I mean? And I felt like my job for that particular trip was me to come and produce. You know what I mean? Like I know how to distinguish. Like I right, today I'm, I got the rapper hat on. Today I got the producer hat on. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna let everybody rock. But next time I go out there, I'm jumping on something. Do you feel like you get put in that box? Uh, sometimes. It depends. Like certain artists, they don't want you to be a, a artist too. They just want you to be a producer because it's easier. Certain artists I come around, but certain artists they embrace it. Like for example, Benny, he embrace it. But there's other artists I've been I've been around where they like, nah, you just do the beats. Same story like Kanye went through. That's why a lot of artists that I got records with, I didn't I didn't really pay for none of the features I got. And I got songs with like Lil Flip and all these people, but it happened for me being a producer first, producing something fire, and then I'm like, yo, I play some shit like, yo, I got this if you want to jump on it. And they're like, oh, this shit fire too. And I already don't produce something for them. So then they wind up jumping on the record. Yeah. So I always felt like that was a dope strategy to have. Sometimes you got to give first before you take something. Everybody want to take. Like, what can I get? What can I get? I don't mind being the first one that's like, yo, let me, let me put the work in first and offer something and bring something to the table before I ask for something back. Sometimes you do have to play your part. You of do. Just being like chill. You do. Not like, everybody can't be the, the fucking star. Like somebody gotta sell the merch. Somebody gotta be the manager. Somebody yeah. gotta hold the camera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody gotta do what they, you know, what they best at or what they, uh, what is what it calls for you to be at that particular time. Even if you still, even if you're an artist. Yo, there's times where I've been around artists and I'll be like, let me hold, let me hold the camera up. You know what I mean? Let me do the camera today. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got, like, people are like, how do you get in rooms? It's like, I hate when people pull up with cameras and are filming everything. Like, yeah. let me ask you a question right yeah, now. Yeah. No, you got to also be organic and just yeah. be a good person. Yeah, Easy sometimes to hang you just, out with. just being a cool-ass motherfucker gets you a long way. If you're a hard person to hang out with, no one wants to hang out with you. Yeah. You have to be hella talented it's to a, be an asshole. There's a lot of artists that's fire, but they fucking assholes, and I don't want to be around yeah. Like, I'll be like, this nigga's a dickhead. He's a good artist. He can rap. Well, he's a dick. And then a lot of times they don't go nowhere. Because when the higher up you get in music, the more the more sensitive some people be, the more... It's like, it's the... It gets faker and faker as you go up. So when you when you doing some shit that people don't like, they're going to they gonna give you the shoulder, go this way. Lock the door. You can't come in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you gotta be you gotta be cool. The further up you want going in this shit. Yeah. You ever had any like industry try to fuck you over type shit? Uh, shit. That's how I felt with that Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they I asked the question, shit. I was like, you you answered yeah. the you they, answered that they shit. They scrapped already. my motherfucking Kanye record. That shit's crazy. Whoever was behind that, coming for your ass. Man, I know it's rap. It's eleven, so this yeah, studio's yeah. wrapping up. Thank you for doing this, pulling up. Oh, yeah, I know we're in Providence. This is a dope ass conversation. Yeah, for yeah. Real. And you know that's how it be. Sometimes it's just you just gotta show up. Two cool motherfuckers chopping it up. You know what I mean? Now you can smoke. You ain't working no yeah, more. Yeah, now I take I take a hit of that shit now. And we gonna go to the halal spot. Oh yeah, we get are some going to the halal spot. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Shout out to Monteville for Take letting flight. us record here. Uh-huh. Uh, thank you for doing this. This has been Most bucked definitely. up. Peace out. Oh, shout out LA. 
Gellis. Gellis. Yeah, it's been sitting in the album out now. Yes. What's the name of your album? Till we out of time, check uh-huh. that out. And you have an album drop in. I got Life is Crazy Two coming out. Uh, it's looking like it's gonna be hosted by Max B. Oh, well, you know crazy. what I mean? I ain't even spoke about that yet, but that's what it's looking like. Life is Crazy already out now. You know what I mean? Go go stream that. Check that shit out. All uh-huh. right, peace everyone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey.